Hey everyone, Tom Shorrocks here, founder of The Tactical View. Welcome back to our podcast, the show where we bring you unique insights from the world of football and sport. In today's episode, we speak to Mark Orm, a UEFA A licence coach and coach educator for the FAW. Mark breaks down the challenges and rewards of coach education and how you, as a coach, can get the most out of the courses that you attend. Let's kick things off. I think the first thing with with coach education is whatever the level of course that you're doing, you are going to have people in the room who who have got a lot of experience or valid experiences. Um, equally, you know, certainly if you're doing a, a level one qualification, for example, you might have a lot of people who are new to the game or are getting involved because they're you know they're a parent and their child's about to start. Um, and one thing that's, I think when you're coaching players, you, if you're a manager or, or you're a coach working with a manager, your club will tend to have a a belief or a, or a certain way of thinking that the game should be played. And yeah. obviously it's your job then to mould that team with your players. Yeah. Coaching coaching the coaches, if you like, is very different because it's, it's important that anybody who comes on a qualification realises that Look, this is not. We're not telling you this is. There's not a way that you have to do this. Um, you know, you will coach in a different way to me. I will coach in a different way to people I work on coach education courses with. Because yeah. a big part of coaching for me is that your personality comes across. Um, so often with players, you're essentially, as you know, you're essentially telling them, you know, yeah. this is this is what I want you to do. Certainly, at senior level, when you're trying to, your end goal is to try and get a result. Yeah. Um, youth again, and even to I suppose youth as well, because you're you're trying to impart that knowledge that you've got in terms of even the basics of what you need to do to pass a ball, what you need to do to strike a ball. Yeah. Whereas coaching the coaches is yes, there's still some key information you need to get across to them, but you're essentially guiding them because if if you don't work with them, you know, if, you, if you're if you too autocratic, if you like, and you just tell somebody this is what you must do as a coach, you're potentially, they're potentially going to shut off to the information that you're giving them. Right. So I think it's more about guiding them, showing them different ways of doing things and, you know, very much ideas, really. Have you thought about doing it this way? Have you thought about doing it that way? Um and hoping that they they take that for what it is, which is just advice and a different way of thinking about things rather than, you know, a criticism. Um, I think I think the challenges is, as you say, I think a kind of... The challenges is when you, being honest, is when you kind of come across a closed mindset, I guess. Um, one thing I've always been told, whatever qualification I've done, and, and, you know, let's be clear, qual- qualifications are fantastic, but they are just one part of it. You yeah. still, you, you you know, qualifications are, are great, but you've still got to be able to get that information that you've learned and get that message across. So communicating it is, is a big part of that. And I think sometimes the and feedback and 
being prepared to be challenged for me are an essential part of being a coach because, you know, whatever qualification I've done, I've always been challenged on it. You know, why why do you want to do things that way? You know, what, what are you hoping to achieve? And I think yeah. a challenge sometimes can be that uh, a coach or a potential coach thinks that you're, you know, you, you're just being negative um, and isn't open to you potentially challenging their ideas or challenging the way that they, they do stuff. Um, and that can be that can be difficult because if somebody comes to a course and thinks, well, you know, I know what I'm doing. I've done it for years or, you know, I watch football all the time. How hard can it be? Um, yeah. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but that sometimes, you know, it, look, we all know football's the, you know, the, the biggest participation sport there is. And, and yeah. so many people have got an interest in it that sometimes everybody can think, every, a lot of people do think, well, you know, I can do that. I understand football. I like football. That means I can coach. But it doesn't really work like that because yeah. it's a different skill set. You know, just because you you know the game or you might have played the game well doesn't mean that you can then translate that into being a, a good coach. I mean, you you see that even at the top level, there's that constant yeah. argument of does a top player make a top coach? And I think people are now slowly coming around to the idea that actually it is a different skill set. Um and it is. It does take um, different, you know, different levels of knowledge, I guess, and different different methods and skills to do that. So that can be a challenge. I think the reward is probably the opposite of that. When you maybe see somebody who who has come in and is really open minded and is open to to being challenged and to being pushed, and and when you when you see the the progression that they make and and the environment that they're creating for their players, I think that's that's really, you know, that's that's really satisfying. When you do see people, do, I keep using the word, but for me it is about, it is developing. You know, yeah. coach education, a couple of coaches who, um, you know, potentially went in, and I, and I have got, you know, I am thinking of a specific example here, but I wouldn't name anybody, but, you yeah. know, going into somewhere <clears throat> with, with little to no experience, but doing it for the right reasons, you know, to make sure that kids are playing and that there's an opportunity for them. Yeah. And then because they've because they've gone in with that open mindset and and taken on board, not as I say, not what you've told them to do, but just potential ideas and actually thought about it themselves and thought, well, yeah, actually that might work for my players, but that won't. Um, but just having the ability to to take ideas on board and challenge themselves. So when they then get to a certain level and you can see just the basics of the layout of a session might have improved tenfold or the yeah. set, the practices, the practices that they're putting on, you know, you've gone from maybe 10 to 12 kids standing in a line waiting, you know, a couple of minutes to touch a ball to all of a sudden, you know, they've split that 12 kids into into three groups of four and the ball's rolling much more. There's much more repetition. And you think, well, actually, something that we've done on one of our courses must have must have hit home because yeah. Yeah. They've, they've adapted their coaching methods and that's really rewarding because you think, well, you know, you, you played a part in, in getting them there. 
But I think there's a real big focus now on, and you know, individually, you know, being able to kind of encourage these creative players again. I mean, all you've got to do is is look at the top level, and and again, I'm probably looking at it from a with the players coming through from an English perspective, but there's so many of them. You Phil Foden's, you Jack Grealish. Yeah. Um, they've just got that belief in themselves to go and beat somebody one v one. Um, and in fairness, you know, on the on the Welsh pathway, that's something now that's really focused in on. You know, one v ones, two v twos, because it encourages creativity. Yeah. So. I think when you, you know, when you think about how you're then planning your sessions as a coach, you have to think, well, how can I do that? Because, you know, the age-old one when we're all struggling for for a condition to put on a practice is everybody just shouts two touch, and I don't think anybody really knows why they're doing it because yeah. <laughs> all you're actually going to do is the player who is a dribbler or who can go and beat somebody, you've just put them on two touch, so they're yeah. just going to, you know, they're just going to pass the ball away. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's a key area of focus now. Personally, um, is you know get players who are comfortable in in one v one situations, whether that's attacking or defending. Because obviously, yeah. you know, as a defender, I'm equally as conscious of the defensive side of the game. So you need good one v one defenders as well. I think probably the biggest thing I've learned over the last, probably certainly the last twelve months. But I suppose it's something that I was you, you build up to along the way without realizing it is is do what you enjoy and find find the age group or find the find the environment I guess that suits you. Um, and what I mean by that is you know, like I said, if you look, I've I've worked at senior, I've worked at youth. Um, and you know you can break youth down further into development phase, foundation phase, etc. And it is good, and it, it is it is development, I guess, as a coach to to try and coach different age groups because different each age group's got its own challenges. But yeah. I think if you want to find if you want to really look, let's be honest, if you if you do get involved in coaching, it's it, it tends to be, unless you're in that real top percentage that you're making your living from it, it does tend to be something that you do as a hobby or on the side from your other, you know, full-time employment or full-time education. Um, so you need to enjoy it as well. You know, of course you want to help develop players, but, you know, the least, there has to be some reward for you. You need to enjoy it also. Um, and I think find your, you know, find find that right age group that suits you because different people coach different ways. So, you know, I've seen some unbelievable coaches at foundation phase, you know, the way they work with six, seven and eight year olds, even younger fight. It's incredible because that's a different skill set in its own, in its own right, you know? Um, So you will, you will probably be more suited to a certain environment. Um, And so I'd say that's a big one. And you look, different people have different opinions on on qualifications and especially in football, like yeah. we, we spoke about earlier. Oh, you know, I'm involved in it 
why do I, you know, I understand football, I've played it or I've been involved in it for 30 odd years, why do I need a badge? Well, it's how you see it. Yeah. You know, if you just, if you go to a coaching course, and this is, this is the same for any course that you're doing for me personally, you know, if you go and just think, oh, I've just, I'm just going to tick a box, then you probably won't take anything from it. But if you go with an open mindset, yeah, any, any course that you go on with like-minded people is going to be a learning opportunity. So I would say, you know, if you do get asked to go on courses or you choose to go on it yourself, you know, go on, go on them with an open mind because certainly from a coach educator's point of view, we're not there to tell you how to coach. You know, you will have your own thoughts and ideas. We're just, tra- we're just there to try and help and guide along the way. Um, so I think, you know, look, the way I look at it is if you are passionate about football and yeah, I'd like to think you are if you want to go and coach it because otherwise you're not, you know, how are you going to pass that on to your players? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're in a if you're in a room for seven or eight hours with other like-minded people who are passionate about football as well, how can that be a bad thing? Thanks for listening, everyone. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now, before we go, I need to ask a huge favor. We love providing content for you all, and we want to make sure we can get it in front of as many people as possible. And the most effective way to do that is through show reviews. So if you enjoyed that episode, please leave a review to show your support. It'll take you less than 60 seconds and will make a huge difference. Thanks again, guys. Feel free to drop me an email at tom at thetacticalview.com with any thoughts or questions, and I'll make sure to get back to you. Take it easy, and I'll catch you soon.